Welcome to the ABA Journal Legal Rebels podcast, where we talk to men and women who are remaking the legal profession, changing the way the law is practiced, and setting standards that will guide us into the future. On today's episode of the Legal Rebels podcast, I'll be speaking to Jazz Hampton, CEO and General Counsel of TurnSignal. My name is Victor Lee. I am Assistant Managing Editor for the ABA Journal. Like many Americans, Jazz Hampton and two of his friends, Andre Creighton and Michael Freelix, watched in horror as two fellow Minnesotans, Philandro Castile and George Floyd, were killed by police officers following what seemed to be routine traffic stops. If only there had been a way to de-escalate those situations while protecting the rights of the people detained, as well as the law enforcement officer involved. So they came up with one. TurnSignal is a mobile app designed to essentially put an attorney in the car with anyone who gets pulled over. Users get real-time assistance from trained local lawyers who can help de-escalate the situation while protecting a user's rights. The app also records a user's interaction with the police. All of this to ensure that everyone, users and police officers, feel safe and comfortable. TurnSignal recently won the Startup Alley competition at ABA Tech Show and is currently available in Minnesota, Georgia, and California. Welcome to the show, Jazz. Thank you for having me. What a perfect intro. I couldn't have said it better myself. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about your background. Um, what did you do before TurnSignal and what kind of led you to you know, coming up with the app? Yeah. So I'm born and raised here in the, in the state of Minnesota. Um, undergrad was in computer science, which is unique for an attorney. Uh, and, and straight after receiving my undergrad degree in computer science, I, I went on to law school. I've been practicing law since I was 20, 24 years old, uh, and for and I did so for about five or six years, uh, and most recently at a national law firm uh, practicing civil litigation, uh, defending companies from Fortune 5 all the way down to startups and their litigation needs. Uh, in school, I was a public defender, um, and then even towards the end of my, my practicing career there, uh, about a year and a half ago, I was an adjunct professor at one of our local law schools. Um, but I, I, you know, I... I, I love my time at the law firm. I love being an adjunct professor. I was also the director of diversity inclusion over the 300 employees in the 15 states at my law firm as I bifurcated my time there. Uh, but I knew, you know, after after George Floyd, you know, I think everything in this world changed a little bit. Uh, the, you know, June of 2020 was a different time in this world. And, and when I'm talking to my two co-founders, uh, Andre and Mike, what we started to say is, you know, there's a, there's a critical awareness of a need for change, but a lack of movement. Uh, and, and the phrase I, I like to use all too often is, you know, we were struggling to legislate. So we knew that we had to innovate around this particular issue. Uh, so we all left our jobs in the middle of a pandemic to, to start TurnSignal. Uh, and here we are, you know, 18, 20 months later. I mean, that must have been really scary, especially, you know, like you said, in the middle of a pandemic, you don't know how long it's going to last for, you know, <laughs> um, talk me through that kind of struggle or, or was it a struggle for you? I mean, was it something that you felt so strongly about that you were willing to just, you know, walk away from your job and just, you know, do what you felt you needed to be needed to be done? Or was there some some convincing, some 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 hesitation on your part? Yeah, I think the that that hesitation or, or questions, those those started in 2016 with Philando Castile. My two co-founders, Andre and Mike, grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. They actually grew up playing sports with the Castile family. In fact, Andre, one of my co-founders, um, went to J.J. Hill, the school that Philando worked at at the time of his untimely passing, right? Um, so it was more than than just, you know, our community uh, in the state of Minnesota. It was a direct, it was us, 
right? Um, and so when we started talking about it back then, we knew that that change had to, had to be be made. Um, and then, of course, George Floyd happens, and 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 that was a, a tragic death here in the state of Minnesota. And we knew at that point it, it wasn't a question of of if we we're going to leave; it was it was how uh, and how we were going to start this. And so, with the blessing of our significant others, my wife, uh, we found the same week I walked into the managing partner's office and said that I was going to step down, just two years short of of, of making partner. Uh, he he was supportive of it, which was you know great and, and helpful. Uh, but I also found out we were pregnant with our third child that same week. So it's, it, it, was, a, it was a wild time, but um, we were all really um, motivated to do it. And we knew that if, if uh, a solution was going to be done, that, that we were the right people to, to, to build it. Well, congratulations you know, um, uh, about the pregnancy. That's, that's great. Appreciate it. So um, talking a little bit about the, the app itself, how long did it take to design the app? And do, do, any, of you, do, do, the three, do any of the three of you have a tech background? Uh, you know, were you guys able to design it yourself or did you have to have someone, hire someone to do that for you? Yeah, you know, my undergrad is in computer science uh, and I've, I've built an app or two in my day, but they're a little simpler, more like calculator apps, not as much as, as the complex uh, platform that we've built today. So we did partner with a local organization to help us build that. Um, and, and thankfully they were able to um, do it in, in a timely manner. So I think, you know, from when we left our, our, our jobs in the beginning of, uh, or towards the end of 2020, around uh, August of 2020, uh, we were able to launch that by May of 2021. So that the turnaround time was really great there. Gotcha. So take me through the app itself. If I'm driving and I'm stopped, over, I'm stopped by a cop and pulled over and, you know, the cop comes to my window and says license and registration. So what would I, what would I actually do in that situation to, to, to use your app? Do I turn it on? Do I have to, you know, uh, call someone? Do I have to uh, press a button? Like what, what, what would I do to actual, to actually start the process? So you open the app just like any other on your phone. If you think of whether it's Instagram or, or any other, you can press open the app and press one button and it instantly starts recording with the front facing camera and calls the attorneys in your geolocated state. So if you're in Minnesota, it calls the Minnesota attorneys. Uh, if you're in Georgia, it calls the Georgia attorneys. Uh, and it instantly connects you um, to those attorneys in the time that you need it most in an instantaneous manner. Uh, you can also use voice activation to, to begin the process. So you can say, Google, I'm being pulled over, and it can connect you in the same manner as if you just press the button. Um, we thought it was really important for safety to make it as simple and, 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 streamless or, and seamless as possible, and also the ability to just have it mounted on your dashboard, just like uh, we often see you know, Uber or Lyft drivers with their phone mounted on the dashboard, so it has that optimal view of the interaction as it's recording with that front-facing camera. Uh, and the way it works is, is pretty uh, convenient as well. It's saving it to the cloud continuously. So if your phone is, dies, is lost, stolen, you drop it in water or break it, anything in between, it actually saves it to the cloud. And when you log in from any other device, you can pull that video down. Uh, and, and data privacy is, is paramount here at TurnSignal. So the only people who have access to that video are the drivers. Uh, the attorney that talked to you doesn't have access to it. Us at TurnSignal, we do not have access to it. Only the driver has access to that video from the interaction. Okay. So let me ask, let me ask a little bit about the role of the attorney um, in all of this. So obviously with traffic stops, they can happen at any time during the day. A lot of them happen at night or early in the morning when people get pulled over after they've been out you know, all night or whatever. So if I'm an attorney and I'm part of this network, does that mean I have to be on call 24-7 or are there other ways that lawyers can take part in this? 
Yeah, it's the beauty of the platform is it's it's kind of like um, Uber, where you're available whenever you want to be available as an attorney. Uh, we have some attorneys that that leave it on 24-7, 365. We have others that log out when they're going to their kids' basketball tournament or when they're sitting down and having a few glasses of wine, which they all should do, right? Um, but what we've seen is the amount of attorneys we have on the platform are they're so excited to answer the calls that the, the answer time is great. We had a driver, uh, his name was Harold, pull over in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota uh, at 1.37 in the morning, and there was an attorney on the phone with Harold within 25 seconds and before the officer was even at his window. Um, and all the attorneys on our platform are trained in de-escalation, and that process starts before the officer is at the window. Um, and so they were able to jump into that conversation and, and get an understanding of, of Harold's concerns and, and what he was looking to, to do during that stop, and it was really helpful. And, and to, your, to your point, the interaction level from the attorney is just like, Victor, if you were driving and I was in your passenger seat, uh, you wouldn't, the officer wouldn't come to the window and you would say, talk to Jazz in my passenger seat, he's my attorney. Uh, the, I would just sit there and if they ask for your license or registrations, I wouldn't say anything. Uh, but should they say, can you open your trunk, we wanna look through it, maybe I would ask, I would say, hey, Victor, maybe you wanna ask them what the reasonable article of suspicion is leading to that probable cause uh, search. Gotcha. So. Um we're going to pause this conversation for a minute just to take a quick ad break for a word from our sponsor. If you're like me, you're probably a bit frustrated with the state of our political system today. Democracy Decoded, a podcast by Campaign Legal Center, examines our government and discusses innovative ideas that could lead to a stronger, more transparent, accountable, and inclusive democracy. Listen at democracydecoded.org to their new season, which takes a deep dive into democracy at the state and local level by highlighting different ways to ensure that every voter's voice is heard. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. Filing court documents, serving legal papers, collecting electronic signatures, all critical parts of the litigation process, yet ones that are time-consuming and error-prone. But what if you could do more straight from your case or document management software? InfoTrack automates data entry, document selection, tracking, and information syncing across all these core tasks and more by integrating with your core systems like Clio, Smokeball, Leap, MyCase, and others. Spend more time on substantive legal work and less time on busy work. Learn how simple it can be at InfoTrack.com simple. And we're back. So let's talk generally for a second. So if I can play devil's advocate for a minute, for a lot of people, the answer for these kinds of situations is very simple, right? If you get pulled over, just do whatever the cop says and you'll be fine. Just comply. Do you think that's realistic, especially in today's world? Yeah, you know, I think that people have varying fears and, and uh, concerns when they're being pulled over. Uh, and a lot of that is made up of their own lived experiences, right? Um, and so I think it is easy for some people with certain lived experiences to say, hey, I'll just comply and I have nothing to worry about. Um, but the best way to have nothing to worry about is if we walk down the line of what is legal and should happen during that interaction according to the law. 
Um, and the problem is a lot of people are fearful of asserting those rights that they hold that are given to them by the Constitution and the laws that we have in place, right? Um, I always say it's kind of like the, the, the kid at a sleepover situation. It's like, you know, if you don't want to sleep over at Timmy's house, it's hard to say, I don't want to do it. But if your parent can say, oh, Jazz, you can't have a sleepover tonight. You're no longer the bad person and you're just doing what you want to be doing, right? Uh, it's the same way with the attorney. If the attorney says, hey, you know, they don't have probable cause for that search. You shouldn't let them do that. It's just an attorney advising and giving guidance saying you shouldn't be allowing that search. And now you aren't the bad guy anymore. And realistically, uh, we know that even if if all is is fair and, and the level playing field during these pullover trans or interactions, that they do disproportionately affect certain individuals in this country. Um, and so being able to help those individuals and give them peace of mind is really what we're providing more than more than anything. Uh, it's it's really vital to those interactions. Gotcha. And, and in that vein, um, while I was doing research for this uh, piece, I, I read a couple of other press clippings and whatnot. Um, and I read in one article that you said a police officer told you that he wanted people to feel comfortable around him. And if this app helped with that, then great. Um, do you see police departments eventually adopting, you know, this or, or something similar to this? Or do you think they'll see it as an intrusion or a way for people just to get out of tickets or whatever? So when we started this platform, we knew that we had to engage with police officers because they are half of this interaction. And we need them to know that we're not an adversarial organization. We aren't an anti-police organization. We're an app to bridge the gap is what we always say. And so what we did was we met with over 20 police officers in the state of Minnesota alone before we launched from several chiefs of police all the way down to boots and the ground officers to get their perspective, to learn, hey, when you see a turn signal bumper sticker, how are you gonna feel safer approaching that vehicle than you do in any, in any other interaction that day? Again, that's the first step in de-escalation. Um, and in those conversations, when we're having them, I cannot tell you how many times I've started the conversation with a police officer, and by the end of it, they say, wow, what I viewed turn signal is so much different than what it actually is. And that's great to learn. They learned that my brother was a graduate of Alexandria Tech's law enforcement program right here in the state of Minnesota. They learned that we are trying to really get everyone home safely. That's our mission, to protect driver civil rights, to de-escalate roadside interactions, and third and most importantly, to get both drivers and law enforcement home safe. And they know that, that those words aren't window dressing, they're real. Um, and it can help them as well. If they have sufficient probable cause to search a vehicle, sometimes there's drivers who are still upset and they're streaming live and telling people to come to the scene and they're refusing a lawful order. Now there's an attorney that can say, hey, actually, uh, if they do see that, they can search your vehicle. So why don't you allow it? Uh, and we can take care of it on the back end, right? This is a helpful opportunity for them as well. Um, and the last thing I'll say on that is a lot of uh, police officers that we've spoke to uh, give analogies to body cams where they said, you know, when we first started rolling out body cams, people were internally were upset. But now they're saying, hey, I do my job the way I'm supposed to day in and day out. And sometimes people were asserting that I did certain things that I don't feel like were true. Now there's a source of truth. Um, and this is our, a way of having another source of truth that can be available right away, uh, both to the driver and if they want to the police as well. Gotcha. So what are your plans moving forward? Are you hoping to expand into more states? Yeah, we're expanding into more states by mid-2023. We want to be throughout the country. We have some very exciting partnerships that we're working on, both with, with legal organizations uh, helping us get into to more and more states, uh, as well as with companies. Um, I, I haven't mentioned that yet, but beyond individuals downloading the app, we're working with organizations 
like iHeartRadio. Um, and what, what iHeartRadio said was, hey, and here in the state of Minnesota, they said, hey, you know, we give our employees uh, health benefits. We give them dental benefits. In fact, sometimes pet insurance. What else we're going to do during this time of the great resignation and when folks are really looking to their employers in a different way than they used to, we're also going to provide turn signal to them as a benefit of working here so that they know that their kids can feel safe driving to and from work or their kids to a basketball tournament on the weekends. Uh, that's really a vital part of what businesses are building in. So we've partnered with wonderful organizations in various ways, uh, from the Minnesota Vikings uh, to Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota to uh, iHeartRadio here in Minnesota, all the way down to, to organizations like Caribou Coffee. Uh, really great ways of various ways of partnering to, to say, hey, whether it's your employees or the community, uh, we as companies made a lot of statements in June-ish of 2020 about what we're going to do to support uh, our communities, to support black businesses, to to help people feel like their rights are, are being uh, upheld and that their health, including, you know, uh, racial health equity is is present. Uh, and a lot of organizations are partnering with us to do just that. Great. Finally, if our listeners wish to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do so? Yes. Uh, on all social media platforms where our name is TurnSignal, that's T-U-R-N-S-I-G-N-L, no A. Uh, I could explain why we don't have an A there in a second, but find us there or just shoot us an e- a email at info at TurnSignal.com. Again, TurnSignal without the A because we've we've noticed there's a lack of access to legal justice, right? Uh, and so we're trying to, to put that A that uh, back in there. Uh, I, I thought it was because just like like most tech companies, they, they omit some of the vowels during in their names. So maybe that uh, <laughs> that's kind of like our how, branding. <laughs> our branding experts might say that's part of it as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> well, well, it's like all heavy metal bands have to have an umlaut in their name. Yeah. Right? it's like all, all tech companies have to have have to have one vowel missing or two or three exactly. or, or something. So, <laughs> but anyway, thanks thanks again for speaking with me, Jazz. I appreciate it. You no, know, I, I really appreciate it. We are, are honored to be on this platform uh, and are happy to come back whenever we have exciting updates and, and share them with you all. Will do. Thanks for joining us, Jazz. This has been Victor Lee of the ABA Journal Legal Rebels Podcast. If you like this episode, feel free to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalRebels.com, LegalTalkNetwork.com, subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find both the ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or download the free apps from ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.